Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year. Unless it's a leap year, then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012. It is now January 30th, 2017, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from Sully Baseball Studio in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. You know, I did the Suffering Index uh, a few months ago. Actually, I did it for New Year's. And I I wrote it a few months ago, and I presented it on New Year's. And it was a interesting breakdown of the suffering that each team goes through based upon how long they've waited for a championship and everything. Uh, it's clear that Washington, D.C. and Cleveland have the longest waits for a championship. Um, the Houston Astros are right up there. Their suffering index is almost at 80. And of the individual franchises, they're second only to the Indians. The only reason they fall to third is for the entire history of Washington, D.C. But I was really thinking about the Astros because the Astros are trying to go for it. They want to put an end to this. They want to win. They want to win it all. And I will say that I still find it weird they're in the American League. To me, they're a National League team. They're a quintessential National League team for me. They're one of the National League teams that identify with the National League, and I have to look at them as an American League team. I still, I, I find that strange. You would think I'd be used to it by now, but I'm really not. I think it's weird. But I'm not here to punch holes in anything. Uh, they're in the American League. If they win it all, they'll win it all as a member of the American League. Does, am I the only one who thinks that? Am I the only one to be perfectly happy to put the Brewers back in the American League and the Astros back in the, in the National League? You know, I think we need to expand baseball by two more teams because it would mean not having a, uh interleague game every single day. Uh, and if that happens, if you put a team in... Charlotte and Montreal or Albuquerque and Saint San Antonio, wherever the hell you put them. If we do that rearranging, can we just, if we put, let's say we put another team in San Antonio. Let's say we expand a team in San Antonio. Stonk, there it is. Or in Austin or wherever it is. Um, and we have that team. If that's the case, can we move the Astros back to the National League? Therefore, the Rangers would have their, their um, interleague rival. And then we put the Astros back where they belong. Can we do that? Is that is that is that being too bananas? Well, one of the reasons why the Astros are so high up there is they're one of the franchises that have never won at all. They've been waiting since 1962. That was their first year. The Rangers franchise began in 1961 as the replacement Washington Senators. Uh, they didn't become the Rangers until 1972, which was also the year I was born. And when they came super close, obviously one poorly timed leap by Nelson Cruz away from winning the World Series in 2011. They'd be really off the hook by that point. But, you know, they've been suffering. But the Astros, they're one of the teams that have never won at all. And the, those two franchises, the, the uh, Rangers franchise and the Astros franchise, are the oldest teams to have never won at all. The franchise that is currently the Milwaukee Brewers, 
uh, has been waiting since the franchise was formed in 69. As the pilots, the team that is now the Washington Nationals have been waiting since uh, they were formed in 69 as well. It's confusing. The whole Washington thing is confusing because you got to add the Senators to that. It would really, really have been useful if the Nationals just won a World Series and simplify it. But the thing that makes the Astros a unique case in suffering is beyond not winning the whole thing. But the ways that they've lost... I was going over this, and I wrote a piece for Bleacher Report back when I used to contribute to Bleacher Report, um, right around the time I began doing this podcast. And I wrote a thing about the the most dramatic losses in postseason history for the for the Houston Astros. These are the the games that absolutely slay you, and that was before the Astros had that epic collapse in Game 4 of the Division Series in 2015, where they absolutely, in one inning, just just self-combusted against the Kansas City Royals with errors after errors and bad play after bad play, and suddenly what looked like a slam-dunk victory that would have clinched the Division Series, eliminate the eventual world champions, and completely change the facade of the entire postseason and instead collapsed and then lost the fifth game in Kansas City. That, that list didn't include that one because it hadn't happened yet. And I was looking it over, and I saw how many extra inning games they lost in the postseason, how many games they blew where they had the lead, how many walk-off homers they let up, and this, that, and the other thing. And something hit me when I was going through this. The greatest moment in the history of the Houston Astros, the the apex, the Mount Everest of the the history of the Houston Astros was 2005. In 2005, the Astros won their only pennant, the only pennant in their team's history. This is the moment of a team that's got so close, they finally reached that point. And what happened? What that year? If I say the 2005 National League Championship Series, the, the, the lone pennant in Houston history, the image that everyone has, the first image, first image that I have, first image that anyone has of that series is what? Albert Pujols homering off of Brad Lidge. Even in their greatest moment, the image you have of the Houston Astros is blowing a lead. And blowing a lead spectacularly. When Pujols hit that homer in 2005, I was going to a comedy show. I was still doing stand-up comedy back then. I was doing a comedy show in San Francisco that night. And I remember I was sitting outside the club where I was about to do a show. And I was listening to the Houston Astros announcer, Milo Hamilton, uh, on my XM radio. Because I wanted to hear the local announcer announce an Astros pennant. It never happened until that point. I do want to hear the national feed, which I had on my regular rate. I want to hear the Houston. And the call, and I was like, there was two strikes, I think. Or, I mean, it may not have been, but I know it was there were one out away. They had the lead. Pujols was up. Bradledge was pitching. And I was expecting to hear, okay, at any moment. 
And Milo Hamilton, who was a tremendous homer, uh, his call was something, and the pitch, and it's going to be high, and it's going to be on the train tracks. And the uh, Cardinals have taken the lead. And, uh, 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 uh. I remember leaning against, wait a minute, what happened? Did he hit a foul ball? What just happened? It was, uh, wait, wait, what? And I couldn't, it was so, it was so reserved that I couldn't, I could not figure out what happened. And I quickly flipped over to the Cardinals station. They go like, poor somebody, oh, way to go, Albert, the Cardinals have taken the lead. I went, oh my God, he hit a homer. I really thought he hit a foul ball. I was so confused by the call that Milo Hamilton made. And the Astros won that game in six. It wasn't even, won that series in six. wasn't even in seven. But we don't remember that. We remember the misery. The lone image we have of their greatest year is of Brad Lidge slumped in a series they won in six. That's bizarre. And if you stop and think, I broke down some stuff. Now, the uh, I was starting to think about the fact that they have been in uh, the postseason counting the divisional playoff in 1981, and I am going to include that here, uh, from the strike year. They've been in the playoffs in 1980, 81, 86, 97, 98, 99, 2001, 2004, 2005, and 2015. Those are the years they made the postseason. Now, the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times they went to the postseason, they didn't advance. They did not win a postseason series until they won the fifth game of the 2004 Division Series against the Atlanta Braves. And that was in Atlanta that they won. They had to win game five on the road. If they lost that, then, okay, well, they're still, still never won. In the year 2005, they won two series. They won the Division Series again against Atlanta, again in game five. Oh uh, no! Not no. That was not a game for that was a uh, 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 the 18 inning game where Chris Burke hit a walk off home run in the 18th inning, uh, and then one of the few extra inning highlights in the history of the Astros, and then they won the uh, wild card game against New York in 2015, and those are the highlights. There are the positive moments, the positive games, the walk off home run by Chris Burke winning a one-game playoff against Los Angeles in 1980, winning the wild-card game in 2015. Those are the moments that, you know, oh, those are the great moments in Astros. But then they lost games. I mean, they've lost series that went the distance. They've lost deciding games in 1980, 1981, 2004, 2015. In all those years... They had a chance to advance. They went into games, if we win this, we're moving on. And every one of those years, they didn't. But it actually becomes more painful. A breakdown of the, and boy, that term breakdown has multiple meanings when you talk about the Houston Astros. A breakdown of the Houston Astros in their postseason. You know, we have to start looking at other teams 
Since the Cubs and the Red Sox are off the schneid, the White Sox are off the schneid, I mean, it's, you can point to the Cleveland Indians, you can point to teams like the Mets, but holy Toledo, have you ever thought about the heartbreak of a Houston Astro fan? Just taking their postseason into account. They have gone, they have played 12 postseason extra inning games. 12. And their record in those games are 4 and 8. So they've lost eight times. They've lost a game in extra innings. Or by definition, it can go either way. Now, 15 times. 15 times. They've lost, they've played in a postseason game and lost the game where they either had the lead or tied in the eighth inning or later. Now, their record in the postseason, they've won 24 games, they've lost 38 games, 24 and 38 lifetime in the postseason. Of those 38 losses, 39% of them were games where they were tied or had the lead in the eighth inning or later. By definition, those are coin toss games. A third of their playoff losses have been coin tosses. Where, you know what, it's late, I hit here, I hit there, could win this or could win that. A third of their playoff losses have been games that really could have gone either way. We're late in the game and we have no idea who's going to win this one. And 13 of their 38 losses in the postseason have been one-run games. Again, more than a third of the games they've lost in the postseason have been one-run losses and have been games where they were, they were, you know, they had the lead or were tied late. One out of every five losses that they've had in the postseason was in extra innings. And here's another thing. In one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games, nine different times, the Astros it were played in a postseason game that they lost where they were one swing away from winning. A base hit, a home run, an extra base hit, a sack fly, whatever it was. In all these games, they could have won the game with one swing of the bat. Two of them, back-to-back games. Game four and game five of the 1990 National League Championship Series. Back-to-back years. Back-to-back days. They were one swing away from going to the World Series. A base hit, an extra base hit, whatever it is, they would have gone to the World Series in 1980. Beaten the Phillies. Two straight nights, one swing away from going there. They lost both of those games in extras. They lost game six of the NLCS in 1986, where there were eight different innings in that game. Eight they blew a three-run lead in the ninth, and eight consecutive innings, a home run or an extra base hit, they would have won the game, handed Mike Scott the ball. In both those instances, they were playing the eventual world champion. 
in the division series, game one of the division series in 98. Three different innings in the 1999 game three division series, including a diving stop by Walt Weiss with two outs, and the winning, the winning run was going to come across. He made a diving stop and a throw to first and barely got him. If the ball just was an inch to the right, they win that game, take a 2-1 lead on the Braves. You know, I mean, it's just... And then, of course, in the World Series in, against the White Sox, they let up a walk-off home run to a guy who had zero regular season home runs in Potsednik. He had another one in the playoffs. But, and then they had five consecutive innings in Game 3 where they went into extra innings where a home run or an extra base hit, they would have won the game and made it a series. And in the clinching game four, they had the you know they had a chance to win. And that's these this doesn't even count the meltdown against Kansas City. Now think about the 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 view you would have of this franchise had they won the pennant in 1980. The Nolan Ryan's and the Cesar Cedeno's and the you know the Jose Cruz's and the the the. Ken Forshes of the world who are on that team, that that would have been the team in the World Series and not the Pete Rose, Mike Schmidt, Philadelphia Phillies. Imagine if they handed the ball to Mike Scott for Game 7 of the NLCS and suddenly it's the Astros in the World Series, not the Mets. That affects the history of the Mets, that affects the history of the Red Sox, that affects the history of the Astros, all these things. All those teams, are they, they had Randy Johnson on that team in 1998 where they were one swing away from winning game one. They had a lot. They had, they had the best record. They had home field advantage throughout the playoffs and the World Series in 2001, and they got swept out of it. What would their history be like if they had won that extra inning game three and turned the tone of the World Series around in 2005? We don't know. And there's also all the weird, I mean, the, the most bizarre and tragic and weird thing that happened in the history of the Astros is they had J.R. Richard, arguably the most dominant pitcher, was becoming the most dominant pitcher of the day, has a goddamn stroke. Sorry, Ray, but he had a goddamn stroke. And he was... No, he was not available to play in the playoffs in 1980. With as razor thin as that series was, I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't 100% understand war. But if you insert the most dominant pitcher of the time into that roster, I have a feeling they may not have needed that extra hit in game four or five to make it to the World Series. The agony that compounds over the years, is what makes the suffering of a team like the Houston Astros unique. Pre-2004 Red Sox, pre-2016 Cubs. It's beyond the fact that they haven't lost at this point. You have the memories of the 86 World Series, the 75 World Series, the 78 playoffs, the Aaron Boone home run. You have the memories of collapsing in 1969, collapsing in 1984, collapsing in 2003, being swept out of it in 2008 and 2015. That those things compound because you don't have the victory 
to fall back on. You know, a Yankee fan can have memories of tremendous collapses in the 81 World Series, the 95 playoffs, the 2001 playoffs, the 2004 playoffs. But those are sandwiched between victories. 2004, I know, hurts like hell for Yankee fans, as does 2001. But it, the, the solve of having, you know, the, the 2009 championship and the Joe Torre championships helps relieve that pain a little bit. You know, the Bill Mazeroski home run hurt Yankee fans tremendously, but they won the next two World Series. That kind of sort of helps. That helps along the way. The home runs by Ozzie Smith and Jack Clark were devastating to the Dodgers, but those were... Those wounds were healed just three years later when Earl Hershiser pitched him to the title. That's what happens. You relieve that anger. When you don't relieve that anger, it compounds. It compounds over the years. That was the great release we saw not only from Cub fans, but from Cleveland fans this year. Cub fans got to let go of black cats and Bartmans and balls through the legs of Leon Durham. And Cleveland fans who got their title with the Cavaliers got to say, I know I'm going to see a title. So the drive, the fumble, the shot, Jose Mesa, all this crap gets to be relieved somewhat. And the Astros fans don't have that. And when you think also about the fact how many of these games have taken place since the last Rockets championship. Man, Astros fans, Houston fans, I feel for you. I really do. When you really stop and think about the unique suffering of an Astros fan, it's not just because of the length. It's the quality of the losses and how many of them. The reason I kept pointing out extra inning games, games where they had the leader was tied in the eighth, one-run losses, those are games that are a coin toss. That's a bounce here or a bounce there. Sometimes literally a bounce into the glove of Walt Weiss is the difference between 1999 being a year that Astros fans cling forever to or 1999 being a year ago like, Oh, yeah, I forgot they were even in it that year. Which in some ways is even more ignominious. So Houston fans, there's a reason why your team is going for it. It's to give you some peace. And when that happens, I'll be doing a podcast every single day. So go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, where I have an iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Giving some solace to the fans of Houston. This is the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast. And I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please, I beg of you, call me Sully.